The multiverse was destroyed. The heroes of Earth-616 and Earth-1610 were powerless to save it. Now all that remains is Battleworld, a massive patchwork planet composed of the fragments of worlds that no longer exist. Each region is a domain unto itself, maintained by the iron will of its god and master, Victor Von Doom. Welcome to the end of the world. We'll be with you every step of the way for Marvel Secret Wars event. This is World Report, episode number five. Jamie, how you doing? I'm doing good, Kevin. Um, it's funny that we have less books to read this week, and yet I I feel like more books where I just don't know what's going on. <laughs> but to me, so much is starting to make sense. Okay. All right, all right. I think the book we need to start off with this week is Squadron Sinister. Sure, uh, Kevin. Written by Mark Guggenheim and... Uh, Pencils by Carlos Pacheco. Love Carlos Pacheco. Inks by uh, Mariano Tabayo. And um, colors by Frank Martin. Now, you have no idea about anything in this book, huh? I do recognize um, Hyperion, I think, from uh, Secret Avengers, but that's about it. Okay. Well, Squadron, you have no idea who Squadron Supreme is, right? No. So Squadron Supreme is basically the Justice League, if you didn't get that already. Yeah, no, I'm, yeah. That's okay. So like. they were basically um, the uh, Avengers went to an alternate reality and they met the Squadron Supreme. Um, and basically it was, you know, a, a funny way to do a version of uh, the Justice League meets the Avengers. Um, and the funny thing is, I, I believe it was actually supposed to happen as the Justice League Avengers um, crossover, and DC pulled out in the last minute, so they just created the Squadron Supreme to make up for it. So all of the characters, Hyperion is is uh, Superman, Nighthawk's Batman, and um, Wizard is obviously the Flash, and then you have uh, Doctor Spectrum, and uh, is is Green Lantern and Warrior Woman. I mean, she's the super Amazonian. Come on. That's Ooh, I wonder who that is. So the, this book opens up with uh, them taking out another squadron, right? That just happens to be the Squadron Supreme from... Um, uh, there was a book called Just Supreme that uh, J. Michael Straczynski wrote um, a while back. And it was actually really good in, in its own, you know, it was a, a self-contained book wasn't part of any of the marvel universe or anything like that um but somehow that that group is it, it's you know basically an updated version of squadron supreme um his, they're, they're fighting each other basically in the, the opening of this book and we just see them killing them left and right you know um now the next page we see um a war torn like post this fight so squadron supreme is going been going through and and taking out these different villain uh, these different people or i guess from uh different territories it, right it, it makes it seem like right yeah well out of the wreckage we see a guy in a in a, a white uh it looks like a photographer's vest almost or something you know um and uh he's got a red bandana around himself and i, I keep looking at myself going hmm that guy looks really familiar and the guy in the background he's uh there you know he's he's uh talking to 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 this other guy the guy in the bandana look a little bit closer he's got a star brand on him 
holy shit, this is Kickers. <laughs> it's the kicker, the the leader from Kickers Inc., uh, Jennifer from um, uh, or no, from Justice Inc. Uh, Kickers Incorporated. The the woman is um, her name is Jennifer. She's from uh, Kickers Incorporated, and the uh, the guy is the original Star Brand. This is the new universe. <laughs> characters from the new universe marvel's new universe a, a title that they launched in the early 80s where they wanted to create an entire new universe you could almost say that this was the original ultimates universe um okay it didn't now they did there was all these brand new characters star brand night mask kickers incorporated yeah. justice inc you know all these different characters um there were all these brand new characters and they called it the new universe right it was jim shooters like brainchild um it failed miserably You've seen Starbrand in, in, in Avengers recently. Well, this is where the original Starbrand came from, and Night Mask. Um, so we're seeing some some characters show up that that we've seen from from days gone by uh, are slowly showing up in this. This book is important, fellas. So we set we we see the next page um, is set back in Utopolis the uh, domain of King Hyperion, which I guess um, Hyperion is the, the king of this, this domain, obviously. And, you know, he's just a badass. They, he sees these people being uh, this, this, this guy being taken a prisoner and finds out that they, he's been stealing uh, food from a storage depot. And Hyperion asks the guy to, con- you know, confess because you know, he's like, I can hear your heartbeat. And then he just tears off the guy's arms. <laughs> Right. Then we cut over to Squadron Citadel, which looks a lot like the uh, Hall of Justice from the superheroes cart, the Super Friends cartoon, and uh, it looks like the squadron is sitting around. It. They've got this trophy room where you see a Green Lantern, Hawkman's uh, uh, Hawkman's helmet, Wonder Woman's lasso. It's all this like it, it's like a treasure, you know. It's it's all that they're they're treasures basically. Um, you see. Uh, uh, Green Green Arrow's uh, bow and quiver, Batman's utility belt, and uh, Aquaman's trident. Pretty funny, right? Um, so these guys have been they they've been hopping around and, and killing people, and they're you know taking out they've they've found this uh, dimension called the Shadow Providence that is uh, basically if they they've been in hiding, and they've you know they're they're led by this guy named Doctor Zero. Now, who the hell is Doctor Zero? You ask. Well, Marvel back in the day had a line called Epic. It was supposed to be their adult line, uh, kind of like an image thing. This is also from from the mid 80s, early 90s. And um, this is where Dr. Zero comes from. Another character we haven't seen for a really, really long time. Or in my case, ever. Exactly. Um, So these are characters that are going to be very interesting uh so all of a sudden iron uh iron thor shows up and it's like hey Hey, finally uh, someone i recognize where you recognize iron thor this is a new character well this is the only thing that i'm like oh it's a marvel book i almost forgot (laughs) who are these people so iron iron thor uh says you know he's gonna he's he's taking things out you know he's, he's checking things out and now if you remember there was uh, when in in the 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 second issue of Secret Wars, um, there was a little friction with Hyperion, right? You're in the council. Remember that, and and Doom told told the uh, the Thor guard to uh, go out and, and and investigate it, right? Oh yeah, yeah. I think that's what this this Thor is there they're doing, right? 
Um, so, uh, you know, basically all these guys, they hate each other because <laughs> wizard shows up and, and he's like, you know, what, what's he doing there? He's like, okay, well, what do you want to do about the, uh, he's like, you know, should, should we, should we take care of, wait, wait to go to the shadow Providence until after the store guard's gone. It's like, no, nah, let's go do it now. We cut back over to Nighthawk and, uh, he's in his bat cave. I'm sorry, his night cave. And he's uh, investigating the prism that Dr. Spectrum has embedded in the, the Ultimate's power universe, whatever they call it, uh, version of uh, Dr. Spectrum. He's somehow Nighthawk cut off his hand and he's, he's got that jewel that gives uh, Dr. Spectrum his powers. And he's like, hey, you want to, the, the original Dr. Spectrum shows up. He's like, hey, you want to give that back to me? And Nighthawk's like, mm, no, I'm going to figure it out. The next thing we see back, uh, we cut back to Squadron and Senadel, and uh, uh, looks like Hyperion and uh, and and uh, the Amazonian woman whose name I'm completely forgetting, uh, they're going at it hot, hot and heavy, you know, like in a sexual way, and they find that the <laughs> uh, the the Thor, the Iron Thor is dead. Somebody's killed him, and so now they've got to figure out like, oh, well, what are we gonna do? Let's let's figure out who killed him. But first, let's go over to Shadow Providence. And they're like, oh, we got to cover this. We got two days at least before you know Thor, the Thors come looking for him. So they go over to Shadow Providence, and again, they've. The, so the reason they're taking out Shadow Providence is because these guys have uh, a weapon that could take out Hyperion, and you know, Squadron Supreme wants to be like they. It looks like they're going around and trying to take out other providences, um, right? And and or annexing them. Yeah, exactly. So uh, they're they're they they're going through and taking out all the soldiers and. Nighthawk takes takes the gun, finds the gun that that can kill Hyperion, and they're like, "Do you trust him with, with that?" And he's like, "Yeah, sure." He doesn't really trust him. Then none of these guys trust him. And then Doctor Zero shows up, and they fight. And uh, well, basically, Hyperion gives him a blast to, to the face and kills him. I don't think that's gonna be the last that we see of Doctor Zero. Obviously, he returns the gun over to Hyperion, and and the next thing we see is. Um, night nighthawk in his night lair i guess in front and, of his giant blue um xbox or something that's what <laughs> that looks like <laughs> well do you think that that's the the um like the the signal or something where he it's coming from who he's talking because he's talking to somebody i guess um, I don't, it just looks like a huge xbox power button yeah but i think that's that's also uh dr zero's logo oh i see yeah i think that's it so maybe he's working with the shadow providence and this is, uh, he's like, one doesn't hold the power as long as he is without identifying those who would seek to seize the crown for themselves. It's like, don't be so poetic. Not being here to seize anything. I'm just going to kill the bastard. So basically, Batman's going to take out Superman. Oh, um, oh, I see what they did there. <laughs> and then the very last paddle, we have um, uh, uh, the Wonder Girl char- the the Wonder Woman character who I keep forgetting her name. Uh, she's, Michonne. <laughs> she kind of looks like Michonne, huh? <laughs> uh, and she's talking. Somebody named Mister Hazard's in the corner. I didn't figure this one out. Um, and I, this is just me being lazy. I should, I probably should Marvel Wiki him. But uh, it's he's talking to some mysterious plan with nefarious plan with uh, Suprema, and uh, he's like. You know, she's like, can't find out, can't can't risk Hyperion finding out that I'm working with you Neptunians. So there you go. That's uh, Squadron Supreme this week, or Squadron Sinister. Sorry. 
it was yeah it was good um i mean like i said i didn't know what was going on who are these people but i like the murder and stuff and the intrigue stuff i like that it's it's um, um it's kind of like a watchman yeah yeah it's kinda, you like, know oh. it's 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 a identity crisis a little bit it's um you know it's a fucked up super it's a fucked up version of the justice league basically right. you know trying to go around be badass and uh it, it's basically like you know what if uh superman were were had his own domain basically um it, it this is the book though i it, look they're bringing back the the new universe characters i think this is where we're gonna see a lot of um characters that are gonna be brought back into the all new all different marvel universe um i think that uh we're gonna see dr zero again um because i don't think he's that easy to kill and uh i think we're gonna see the 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 new universe characters back in here so okay kickers incorporated now kickers incorporated was a bunch of football players that got superpowers that's that's cool no no it's not no (laughs) (laughs) literally just let's just call it all like all new all different aka who are you people So, I mean, for for an old guy like me, it was like, oh, that's cool. It's Kickers Incorporated. Woohoo. Like, it's the new universe. Yay. But, yeah, you know. Uh, speaking of old guys, let's talk about Old Man Logan number two. Oh, another favorite book of yours this oh, week. Oh, my God. I love this book. It is fucking amazing. It's beautiful. Uh, this, is, this is the continuing saga of... Um, Old Man Logan, which is Brian Michael Bendis's take on the classic, classic uh, Mark Millar book, and um, let me tell you, I I had such low expectations for this book, and whew, he's blown like like Bendis is blown doors off this thing, man. It is because okay, with the first issue, we're kind of like, huh, what the fuck's going on, right? We had no idea. This is where stuff gets good because we see. Logan goes over the wall. He 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 crosses. He's he's crossing uh, into, you know, he's coming out of his uh, territory, which you're not supposed to do, right? Yeah. Well, an alien Thor shows up, uh, an alien version from the the Thor core, and j- what happens when when they try to kill people? They just just summon a big huge bolt of lightning, right? Yeah. Boom. Take out they 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 take out. Uh, Wolverine and of course she doesn't know it's Wolverine she just takes you know she she sees that he's dead he ends up like in the savage land almost right yeah yeah I was I was like is he in the savage is that what's behind the walls Uh, this particular part well we see him he's going he's going over the wall and he sees the like this destroyed version of New York and it looks like there's a um, some kind of forest so maybe it's it's savage land i I don't know they don't really Mm. say but by the way this book is by uh uh, adriana sorrentino the artwork is just so fucking beautiful in this it i love this book um but we see so uh wolverine is for no reason you know obviously you know you, you can't kill wolverine but this thor thinks he's dead um and he's you see him he's kind of regenerating back into his himself and uh this tiger shows up they get into a fight you see this beautiful panel fight scene panel of wolverine taking out a a a tiger and then out of the bushes comes saber tooth 
we're like, wait, Sabretooth, he's he's dead, right? Well, you know, in in uh, Old Man Logan's version, right? He's Sabretooth has been dead. Um, and then uh, <laughs> the next panel, we see like they're fighting and and they're, they start going at it, and we see this big, huge bolt of lightning and Storm showing up. But he's like, wait, it can't be because in Old Man Logan's uh, you know uh, timeline, all the X Men are dead. He's the only mm. one left. And we look, and it's the X Men from Age of Apocalypse. Uh. He's crossed over into the Age of Apocalypse domain, and they're like, "Well, wait a second. Uh, you're you're dead." And they're like, "Well, wait a second. What, what's going on with you? You don't look like the Wolverine that we're supposed to." And we see him pass out. Next thing, he wakes up, and uh, he's in a Japanese style, uh, you know, room. And there's a picture of the old X-Men from the 80s. Yay, my favorite version. And Who is that on the very right above Nightcrawler? That's, tar- that's Sunfire. Sure. All right. Who are these people? <laughs> so we see that uh, Wolverine has woken up in, in this Japanese uh, style. And, and it basically, Emma Frost shows up and says, hey, you know, I was going to go look. I was I was looking for you, you. You know, I was going through your mind and... We find out that this isn't really where he is. He's he's in a piece of his own mind with Emma Frost, and he's and now we did see Emma Frost in the last issue. She was very old and decrepit. Um, and so this isn't the same Emma Frost. This is not the same Emma Frost. No, but she's saying. But the the, the cool thing is, she's like, you know, I couldn't. I didn't usually. I, I use something from your childhood or something to 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 calm people down. She's like, this is the best thing I could find for you, and. Basically, it's it's the uh, uh, where Wolverine's wife uh, Yukio uh, lived. So I, I like I liked that part. That was kind of cool. It's a great storyline. Um, and he's like, finally, he's like, yeah, you know what? Bring me out of this. And uh, we see the you, he's hanging out with um, Storm, Rogue, uh, Magneto white queen and colossus and uh, blink shows up as well and it's all of the uh you know age of apocalypse x-men and they're trying to figure out what the hell's going on here and all of a sudden Sabretooth shows up again with um with mr sinister and i'm not sure who the other person is um but it basically ends up being the horseman apocalypse they start fighting the very last scene though we see like this gigantic beautiful two-page spread and he's just like oh my god it can't be it's apocalypse this is gigantic version of apocalypse and that's how it ends i freaking loved this book it was so good so freaking good this series is going to be i mean this is this is how we're bringing back wolverine into the into the marvel universe um and uh yeah it's gonna be it's gonna be rad i love this version of wolverine he's very very passive he's very thoughtful um yeah it's gonna it's gonna be really really good all right i'll go back and read the old series i've never read it before you should it's so good you would enjoy it lots of death lots of destruction um inbred hulks what more could you ask for um no but i mean this is the series that it's it's going to be important to the whole secret wars what we're going to see in the all new all different marvel universe um yeah i mean it's it's good pick it up it it does play into the secret wars for sure 
thoughts, Jamie? Questions? Um, answers? I definitely, um, I mean, I, I don't know. It's it's weird because I feel like I didn't really get all that when I was reading it, but now you explained it to me as we were going through it. I'm like, oh, I, I get it. It's uh, it's good. I liked it. Um, I Maybe I'm just not a huge X-Men fan. I don't well, you know, didn't, man. You didn't read Age of Apocalypse, right? No, see, that's why I it's like no relevance, no connection well, to anything. Age of Apocalypse was a, a humongous storyline. It's it's one of the books that um, after the '90s, you know, X Men was dead in the water. All of the all of it was, and so they did this alternate reality. Charles Xavier's son goes back in time and kills Charles Xavier and changes the time timeline, and so Apocalypse becomes power comes into power. He he takes over. The, the universe basically mm. and so you have this entirely different s- storyline of x-men and it changed all the books for a long time for for a couple months there it's pretty fantastic and it was pretty groundbreaking so this storyline is is uh is is pretty important um in in the x-men scope of things okay so. i'll revisit it i got marvel U, so <laughs> you'll put it on your list it's, it'll go on my list. It'll go right up there. What do we got next? Uh, let's talk about my favorite book of the week, uh, Thor's number one. This was a good one. This was good. Okay, so written by Jason Aaron, of course. Of course. Uh, penciled in by uh, Chris Sprouse, inked by Carl Story, and colorist by Marty Gracia. Uh, great, great artwork. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it was um, Chris Sprouse. Props. Yeah, it was a really beautiful book. Um, so we basically begin in, um, we find out that we're in Weird World, and it's uh, the Thors, this group of Thors, basically stumble upon a dead body. And um, the leader of this group, and um, we find out the primaries are Beta Ray Bill and uh, Ultimate Thor. And it's funny, because they call him Ultimate Thor. They're like, yeah, you're. we know you as Ultimate Thor. Um, so it's sort they of like, also oh, refer yeah. to him as Leaf, though. Thor Leaf, yeah, that that's his name. Um, but it's just like for us as readers, we're like, oh, okay, that's who that is. Um, so they basically they're like, well, this is the fifth dead body this week. So like, you got my attention. So there's someone out there killing people, and um, we see in the group there's this uh, Thor from Egyptia. He's like Thor the Green because he's a he's a rookie cop basically. There's um. Uh, I think it's Rooney, who's like the drunk one. Which and that's then, that's a version of Thor that um, they brought out in the '80s when they they kind of changed up Thor's costume. Oh, and I he, see. It, he 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 let touched him, and he grew a beard and stuff, like scarred his face for a long time. And and so yeah, that was I thought that was kind of funny. Yeah, he's like the messed up drunk cop. They're all just cops here. And then Groot, of course, he's like I am Thor. Great. And then the destroyer one, but they call him Stroyer. Like great, um, and oh, most importantly, Storm's there. She's a uh, Stormborn. Say her name. Um, so they basically they realize they're like, hey, this whole scene, this is going to be an all thing, and they an all thing is basically like an all hands on deck case where they have to close it ASAP or do will find out, get interested, get involved. And then that's how the Thors will start losing their hammers is if he gets involved. So this is a super important case. They spread out and try to find suspects. And um, 
Rooney, who's just a drunk asshole, ends up hurting Ghost Rider in their direction. So it's a bunch of skeletons on motorcycles that they have to fight. And it's funny because... So that's the one thing I was like, okay, so so these are just Ghost Riders that are roaming around? But we did see these in the map in Weird World. That's right. That's right. Um, and it's funny because when they go to book, the, they're, you know, they're like in the precinct, basically a doom guard and they go to book them. And then it's just like, he's like, well, we could just throw them over to the ghost races, you know, exactly. It's like, yeah. Like they're just slaves. Let them fight. So basically, um, when they, after they book the, uh, the ghost riders, uh, they're told to go meet with the, the law speaker who is basically Odin and, like in any cop situation he is the the mean yelling commissioner that yells at them now correct and, me if i'm wrong but wasn't odin killed in the last issue of secret wars that's what i thought but that was also a young ginger odin this is an actual old odin yeah, oh that's right it kind of was huh uh, yeah i think at this point we just have a very unlimited supply of uh of thors um and then the best part of the book is when Thorleaf goes to meet with uh, the frog Thor, who's a forensic frog. And, and there's this This, great is, this line. is a recall from uh, when Thor was turned actually turned into a frog by Loki. Right. And it's funny because the frog is in the Thor outfit, but has a lab coat over that. And he's like dragging a little hammer. And he, <laughs> he's like, I'm just a forensics frog. I'm not a damn miracle worker. What the hell do you want from me? <laughs> Um, so he basically him and, and Thorleaf examine all five of the bodies. Can we also and, bring up the fact that his name is Throg? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was the best. Yeah. I was like, he's, he's the best. Uh, I already into it. Um, so they examine the five bodies and realize that they're all the same person. So... Someone out there, yeah. Someone out there is killing the same person from different lands. Meanwhile, the city of Manhattan in um, this bar called Valhalla's Mead Hall, uh, and it's great because you see a little shot of. It almost looks like a gingery Thor, and it looks like six one six Thor because you see him it, with. It looks like it, it's it's it looks like Odin's son, uh, you know. He's got the destroyer arm, and he's got Jarlborn. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he's pissed because he can't get in the the bar because he's unworthy. And he's like, I think that's a little. That's, that's just that, that's just them having a little bit of fun. Right, right. He's even and got he's, the shitty pants that he wears with the right. Like, yeah. <laughs> and he's just like, whatever. Like unworthiness is freedom. You guys are slaves. And I'm like, you just mad because you can't get in the bar. Um, <laughs> you just mad because you ain't got a hammer. Right, and, and so the inside of the bar, I love how it's all of their hammers are hanging from the right. ceiling. <laughs> exactly, it's awesome. It's like just hang up your hammer, have a beer. It, it's awesome. That's why you can't get in because he's missing out. So um, there's nowhere to hang your axe here. Exactly. <laughs> um, so uh, Battery Bill and Thorleaf meet up, and he basically explains that you know this is all one woman, and. Um, Beta Ray Bill has a contact, so he's like, I'm going to go meet with him, you know. And he goes, of course, down a dark alleyway, which is like, why would you do that? And inside a cardboard box is a crazy homeless person with glowing green eyes. And we realize his contact is Loki, Hobo Loki. Hipster Hobo Loki, who, yes. who <laughs> his, he's wearing a beanie 
and on the beanie is his horns <laughs> like <laughs> embroidered into the beanie right um it's very uh yeah very i i don't know if it's that ironic but it's it's very a hipster thing to do um but then so, we, we, we see a, a crack of lightning Hmm. and um then we cut to uh, Thorleaf and Groot arm wrestling, and then everyone hears the lightning. So everyone just sort of summons their hammers, hammers all at the same time, and um, they see that Beta Ray Bill is bleeding in the alleyway, like laid out. And um, Thorleaf is crying, and he he whispers one word, the name that you know I guess Loki gave him, and it's Jane Foster. And then, assumingly, he dies. So that is the victim, whoever's hunting for it. These five dead bodies are different versions of Jane Foster. From all the different realms. Which, we get. that's a huge answer that we have. So there's, each realm has their own version of each of these characters. So, so there's, there's, at this point, six different versions of Jane Foster in six different realms, and somebody's going through and killing all of them. Very, very interesting. Yeah. So, um, I, I I love this book. It's so yeah, good. I loved it. It's a great like. It's funny because as as serious as it is, like as far as like you know they're going after a murder scene, it just seems kind of like a fun cop book. Like it's these guys who. Are, <laughs> You know, it's literally like a precinct. They're going to go investigate a murder. And now this guy just lost his partner and he's going to be, you know, out for blood. And now this kind of leads it because so far we haven't seen, you know, we haven't seen Jane Foster Thor yet. We haven't seen the new Thor. So this is, I mean, I'm curious to see what this all sort of leads into with that. Um, Because this book seems kind of important to her storyline. Yeah. Yeah. I think I think this is going to be a big a big one, honestly. I, I gotta. I hope they 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 keep the Thor core around. As as dumb as it sounds, it's such a great idea. <laughs> yeah, it's fun. And then also, like, I mean, I don't know if it's ever been a thing, but Thorleaf and Storm kind of have a thing going on. A little uh, bit. Th- this version of Storm, um, I think we talked about it in the last podcast, didn't we? Where it, it's just a version of Storm where um, she was in like two. Uh, it was this whole weird X-Men go to Asgard thing Um, and I forgot how but she becomes a Thor for like a minute so it wasn't it was it was was, it's basically like an obscure thing right so but it's a great storyline drawn by Art Adams Um, yeah this is the book I swear that it's good it's good um book we don't really need to talk about this week Deadpool's Secret Wars there's there's yeah, no, it's, uh, no reason to read this it's funny kind of mm, if you like Deadpool I mean it's 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 this retelling of um of Secret Wars and if you know Secret Wars really well like I do like it's kind of funny but you know and and there's a scene in this one where he finds these like shields which are basically the shields that came with the toys. And oh, it's okay, that makes sense. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't get that. Yeah, see, if if you're old like me, you get it. Or if you oh, know, is that is that how that works? Yeah, yeah. Um, and you know, like the alien that he falls in love with, at the end of it, that's uh, the alien from uh, that that Colossus was in love with. 
um, in 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 Colossus and, and Johnny Storm are in like this weird love triangle with her. Yeah, because yeah. he's pissed at the in the back there when he's. he's uh, I will say that yeah. the the artwork on this book is is pretty damn beautiful. Oh yeah, it's, uh, it's great. It's uh, Matteo Lolly. Yeah, I mean, written by um, Colin Bunn. So I mean, I also love that him and Lizard team up for a bit. He like breaks his tail or whatever. I'm like, that's yeah, kind of cool. Yeah, I, I mean, like but Lizard. when I originally heard the concept of this, I thought it was like I didn't know it was going to be the whole idea of like like oh well, Deadpool was part of Secret Wars. It would have been funnier if you like was just on the outskirts of it, watching it, or like somehow involved, but you know not like hey i'm actually hanging out with all these heroes well because i think in terms of the the bigger storyline it, it definitely it's just it's silly it doesn't really go into it, anything it has, what, it has nothing to do with nothing like, like this, do, is, yeah. this is this is it's not like they're retconning secret wars so dead right exactly. this is gonna have like, no effect on anything yeah see that that's what i yeah that would have been i think a, a more fun idea is if it because almost like now that he's super involved in the storyline it it kind of it's sort of irrelevant he's not part of the main secret war story he doesn't have like that would be cool if he got to watch sort of how you know maybe he was like in the background the whole time in the old secret wars yeah like somehow he snuck on the right the you know life raft or whatever but you know he uh uh, wasn't actually in involved in it or something or he found out his own way that's what i thought it was going to be and i was like oh that's a great idea that's really funny like he was part of secret wars but he wasn't really there you know, but instead it was yeah. like, oh, we're just gonna retcon all this and fuck that. Right. Uh, you want to talk about Runaways? Yeah. Okay. Love, love this book. Um, written by Noel Stevenson. Uh, art is by Sanford Green. Colorist is John Rounch. So basically, this is a part of Doomstat we haven't seen, and it takes place at the Doom Institute. Um, it's basically the academy the hogwarts for the finest of you know dooms can, can i say what this book is it, what it's marvel's answer to deadly class okay yeah <laughs> this is I mean, like, deadly, they're in a school like it literally it's 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 gotham academy it's harry it's Potter. deadly it's class i mean to the yeah. artwork the uh, even where like the different little like sex within the, you know little clicks and stuff I, I felt that this was this book was deadly class i mean there's definitely a lot of references to to things that i'm familiar with like the uh so in the book a bunch of the students they um full uh three of them form a a little click called um what is it the night witches yeah and I'm like, and then um, Molly Hayes, who's part of the original Runaway group, um, she wants to join. So it's almost kind of like this, the craft thing. Yeah. I'm like, oh, that's my that's my high school click right there. Um, <laughs> so anyway, so we tell me about the book. So we start off in the correction room, which is basically detention, and several students were thrown in there after getting into this huge fight in the hallway after um, one of the this new characters, uh, Santa Strand. She basically has the power to um, create, like, free stuff and create icicles. And uh, her and Jubilee were um, going at it, like, sparring. And Jubilee ended up using her powers, which is against the rules. And um, Santa got really pissed. And they started fighting. And basically, all these people got involved. And then uh, the hall monitor, who's a senior, is young Bucky Barnes. Uh, of which and, we don't we, where he's from we don't know and I don't know he's great I'm like uh, just keep him around the the, uh, one, the one thing that they point out in every one of these is each of these characters are from different domains right so we have like um, 
the the jubilee that we have in this is from limbo which we mm-hmm. haven't seen we haven't seen that version of that's that's inferno jubilee um sada strand is from killville uh, pixie who's who's a big part of it is from Mut- uh, mutopia which is uh, house of m um the amadeus cho version of this is in the war zone which i'm not really sure which book that is no um and then uh so anyways go on um well you mentioned some of the characters there's also scar who's um son of hulk who's sort of um cho's right hand guy and he's from uh, greenland um molly hayes and then cloak and dagger which they're they're switched in this did you notice that well because it's it's ty that's usually cloak and it's tandy that's dagger oh yeah and they're they're vice versa she has the cloak powers and he has the the dagger powers i was like i was weirded out i was like i don't think that's how i know them um but i thought that was kind of cool because it's all like like hip young versions of them so anyways they're they're all sitting around and um in detention uh and basically trying to find a way how to get out and because they want to make this final exam uh and so amadeus cho ends up um hacking into the doom bot that's monitoring them and so the doom bot lets them out and they're greeted by uh all of these they look like faculty soldiers i don't know with bucky and bucky's like yeah sure you can you know you can participate in the final exam, but all the teams have been picked, so you guys all have to work together. And of course, you know, they met on wrong terms and they don't like each other. So, you know, it's a very corny, like, school thing that ensues. But then, um, meanwhile, behind the scenes, we see Bucky speaking to the headmaster. And she's like, or this headmaster's like we're going to uh destroy this doom bot and he's like well it's kind of a waste like it, they just hacked into it you could still fix him it's like no the doom bot like disregarded you know doom's orders like he's just no purpose destroy him and then we see that the headmaster who seems like a total dick already is actually uh valeria von doom aka doom's daughter aka really reed richard's daughter big reveal yeah and so she's talking with doom um via like i don't know facetime (laughs) and uh basically she's like there i don't think these students should pass the test and you know so something's about to go down but she's calling the shots and she does not seem like a good person no no she's 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 liking being a doom too much um this book freaking great loved it so yeah. good so i i thought it was interesting that how all these different characters are from different domains you know um right i thought we were going to get more of the runaways but the only one we really got was uh was molly, was molly. yeah yeah and yeah, there's there's no other runaways in this book um yeah i i you know it, it was interesting to see these characters together i i liked it like i said it reminded me of deadly class a lot I mean, mm-hmm. art style wise and all that. Um, it's it reminds me a lot of Deadly Class. I mean, you, you're right. It's got the Harry Potter. It's just it's a very, uh, you know, college, you know, high school, whatever, you know, sixteen candles kind of thing as well going on. Right, right. Um, I also love that there's this sort of. Um, it's very briefly, you know, touched upon, but 
uh, how like Pixie was hitting on uh, Dagger and it's like, oh, well, I thought you were with Jubilee. It's like, yeah, we used to be a thing. And, you know, but I date guys, too. It's like very like, like, oh, man, I just I love being part of the 21st century. Like, it's just so casual. Love is casual. And I love it. I love uh, Jubilee in this. I feel like this is the Jubilee. Like this and X Men ninety two Jubilee is the Jubilee I like. Vamp- she's a vampire. It's vampire. Is she? Jubilee. Well, yeah, but she could still do firework powers. Yeah, she's not really vampire in this one. They just all wear black because they're part of a cool clique. I thought she. I thought, the I thought they chick. they made a reference. I mean, if it's Inferno, it's, she's vampire. Yeah, it it did say that she was like vampire. Maybe I'm like all right, but she's. I mean, this is cool Jubilee, and she's got like a piercing. She's badass. I hope her and Bucky get together because Bucky's like my favorite in this. I just want more books with Bucky. And they don't say what Bucky's from. So where, where do you, where, what, what domain do you think uh, Bucky's from? I don't know, but th- I mean, this is a Bucky we haven't seen. And I, I feel like the, the mysteriousness is just like, I mean, cause typically he's an assassin and he's working for, he seems to be working for a higher power here, but I feel like he's going to kind of join the group. And um, it's weird. He's got the he's got the robotic arm, but it, if it, am I wrong in thinking that it's the wrong side? Oh, maybe I didn't even think about that. But I like how it's a a cool little like Akira arm. Yeah, and it's like yeah, it's kind of steampunky ish. So it's like I don't know what domain he's from, and it, it, it's a little. Uh, like 1602 it's his left left arm that's uh the real winter soldier his left arm is the one that's the bionic arm yeah and this is on his right so who are you it doesn't really seem like bucky or you know but and it's funny that they refer to him as bucky but he looks like winter soldier so right that was kind of interesting um i i think this book is great I, i hope some of these characters stick around yeah definitely i'm into it and um I love Molly is just Molly from the Runaways. I yeah. feel like you know as little as part she has in this book, you know it's it's a very uh, memorable part, and could, I feel like that's the sort of spirit. Like it, it's it captures the same spirit as the Runaways. So could be Molly from Six One Six. Yeah, yeah. Because they don't. That was the one thing they don't say anything. <laughs> um, the other big thing to, to take note: Amadeus Cho. Keep an eye out on him. Yeah, it's going to be super important. Who Super. is it? Where did he come from? Amadeus Cho um, has been in, around in the Hulk books for a long time. Um, he, came out, he came out of Hulk, and that's the whole Scar connection. Um, you know, because Scar is the son of Hulk. I see. Um, from uh, the basically, he's the uh, son of Hulk from from uh, World War Hulk, and and mm-hmm. uh, you know that whole Planet Hulk series. Um, okay. So yeah, he was like he's basically the bastard son of uh, of Hulk. Um, so yeah, pay attention, keep keep an eye out on that Almadeus Cho, and and not just this book and other books. I think he's going to be important. Um, do we have any other books to talk about? Oh, Armor Wars. Hey, Armor Wars. Why don't you tell me about what's going on with Armor Wars? Oh, Kevin, I'll tell you. All right. Um. So, written by James Robinson, artist is uh, Marcio Takara. Uh, so, from the last book, uh, you recall that there was a huge explosion and that the uh, the Spider-Man, spelled with Y, that we know in this world, uh, has died. Someone murdered him. So, we start off with this doctor. Dr. Druid, who's a, you know, staple in the Marvel Universe. 
Is he? Uh, he's a horrible character. <laughs> Never oh, okay. liked Dr. Druid. Once just again. Gotta, just got to point that out. You? I'm like, who are these characters? Well, and that's oh. the thing I love about this is they're bringing up these like obscure characters. I think they, right. they, they told people. Like, well, see, I'm glad I get to, you know, read these with you as like my, my go-to. Because I'm like, ah, who are they? I mean, they're, they're not really obscure characters. It's just they're not mm-hmm. they're not characters that have been around lately. Obscure no, no, not obs- yeah, Doctor yeah. Doctor Druid isn't that obscure. He's been around. He was he was an Avengers for Christ's sake. He was he was an Avenger in the late nineties when they couldn't put together an Avengers team to save their lives. Somehow they thought Doctor Druid on the Avengers would be a good idea. Look at his fucking hair. Come on. Okay. Yeah. Anyways, go on. Anyways, okay. So him and Rhodey, who is in this um in this world he's a thor and he's not only like the thor in this area but he's sort of like the grandmaster i don't know that it's not really a baron but he's basically the uh, main authority when it comes to stuff going on in um in this city which is totally like um akira which i'm going to reference again cuz i just watched it anyways uh for the first time they, for the first time ever um they basically go through this autopsy with uh peter urick's uh spider-man uh, his dead body and you know it we kind of don't know obviously in this world they can't take off the armor or everyone has to wear it and we don't know why yet but as soon as um like Rhodey doesn't want to see uh them extract the armor because he's like you know it, it, may, it reminds me how fragile we are as a species and this disease we all carry we don't know that yet so as soon as druid uses this like robot to take off spider-man's armor his body decays super fast and he turns he like looks like uh the zombie at the end of the you know um last crusade of indiana jones after he he drinks from the wrong goblet <laughs> he was just sucked in um and so you know obviously these suits keep that disease at bay uh meanwhile we see that um we get a lot of little scenes of um kiri who was um spider-man's girlfriend and she's like this huge inventor that uh i think is also she's like the niece of um tony stark and she's building something we don't know yet and it's something big and great and she's obviously grieving for uh for peter and her friend lila is also with her who i think is related to um to roadie so we see that Arno Stark, who's uh, Tony's brother, right? Mm-hmm. Um, he's he looks super evil uh, with his black and gold armor, and uh, he wants, I guess, her invention or something that she's building. And he's also teaming up with uh, Wilson Fisk, who's an armor, and they send Stingray in stealth armor to go kill her. Right. Did, now, did you know who Stingray was before this? No, no idea. Of course not. Who is he? Who is he, Kevin? Stingray was a character that's been around for a really long time that hasn't shown up in a long time. Okay. I don't even know much about him, honestly. I just think his costume's cool. Yeah. It's, a, right. it's a character that Marvel's been like trying to re- revamp for a long time, and he actually looks really cool in this book. Yeah. Um. So he's out to kill... Uh, Kiri and uh, and Lila for being a witness, and um, when he tries to fight them, Kiri like opens up her invention, and this huge robot hand comes out and crushes him. And so I'm like, whoa, is she building a freaking Pacific Rim robot? I don't know, 
But um, I think that's what it's all sort of what technology Arno is trying to get is that giant robot. <clears throat> and then at the end, we see that Rhodey's talking with Tony. And uh, he says that based on their autopsy, they could see from Peter's suit that um, not only do they know what killed him, but he witnessed, he knows who started the disease that, um, you know, is the reason why everyone's in suits in the city. And then you see the look on Tony's face and he's like super shocked. So probably the one behind it. Not the first time Tony Stark fucked up. So that's the end of Armor Wars number two. Bum, bum, bum. Bum, bum, bum. Interesting. Elephants, very low. Not a book. Yeah, completely independent from the Secret War storyline. They don't even really mention Doom in this. There's yeah, no... not at all. Like, like, the only thing maybe is that Rhodey's a Thor core, and that's that's really it. Which is really weird to begin with. I don't know. I mean, there's there, there was already an Iron Man Thor in... That we just saw this week. Yeah, exactly. So it's like, oh, now there's a War Machine Thor? Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, there's every version so. of Thor. There's a Groot Thor. Well, that makes sense. <laughs> it's Groot. Oh. Um, yeah, and then I, I don't, I don't see a purpose of this book. I, I feel like it's, it's something that was already done, and they just decided to throw a Secret Wars tag on it. I think it's fun. I think it's a very, I like the futuristic cyberpunk feel. I like that. I don't know. It's weird because I, I went into it thinking that these characters were from. Do you remember in the Spider-Verse book that Gerard Way wrote? The mm-hmm. one that's very Japanese? I thought for initially it was that. Because yeah. Because it kind of has that feel. But it, it's not. It has nothing to do with that. But and The funniest thing is, like, the, the Armor Wars, you know, all of these have been, you know, basically taken from events that have happened in the Marvel history. Right. Armor Wars was an event book that happened, you know, within Iron Man. Has nothing to do with this. <laughs> What is Armor Wars? Like, me, like, give me like a quick summary. What I remember, um, Obadiah Stane like makes a bunch of different suits of armor and they go after, like, like he makes suits of armor for Whiplash and for, um, you know, all of basically all of of Tony, like, like, uh, fuck the ghost and uh, spy master and, and like all these different characters, all these basically the rogues gallery of, of Iron Man and they go after. Uh, Tony Stark. Okay. Yeah, it's basically like his own tech goes after him. And uh, yeah, that's what I remember Iron Wars. I could be wrong, but that's I know pretty sure what it was. Yeah. Um, so again, I, I, maybe just because there's a bunch of suits of armor in this, they, they decided to tie it in, but it has nothing to do with Secret Wars. Like on a Secret Wars scale, this, is, this gets a zero. Yeah. So... Um, that's it. Nothing That's else. That's it for this week. Yeah. Wow. So next week, still no Secret Wars. Um, oh. But let's write down. We we get Age of Ultron versus Marvel Zombies. Excited about that one. Um, yeah, that good. Let's see. Uh, d- d- uh, e for Extinction. Um, mm. in- Infinity Gauntlet number two. Korvac yes. Saga number one. Um, mm. Modok Assassin number two. Yes. Uh, Planet Hulk number two. Excited about Hell that one. Yes. Yeah, that's gonna be great. Uh, and then it looks like what else do we have? And Where Monsters Dwell number two. So quite a week. Well, not really. 
uh, the week following, we actually get Secret Wars number four. It, yes, can't it's a little, wait. A little behind on shipping, so um, yeah. So hold in there, guys. We're, this is gonna slowly make sense, I think. Are you, are you feeling do you feeling like any of Secret Wars is making sense to you yet? Um yeah, yeah. I definitely think uh I mean there's so many storylines that are like independent from, you know, I think it's just an opportunity for Marvel to make fun books before they change things up again. Uh so I'm having fun. I mean, you know, there's there's books where you got to think about it, like the main Secret Wars book, and then there's books where you don't have to think about it, like Modok Assassin. So Exactly, but I mean, I think we're 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 getting an idea of um, what's going on in these books, like like what's going on in this universe that uh, you know, and in a little bit of peaks of of how it's coming about. And I think with like you know, with this week we we found out Thor, you know, through Thor's that uh, there's multiple versions of everybody, and you know, from all of these different realms, you know, and uh, you know, we see from old man logan how logan's coming back you know um so right it's it, it's interesting like it's interesting to see how this is all there's there there are puzzle pieces to this whole story you know it's crazy how last week was kind of the monster supernatural week and then every book this week seemed kind of like oh here's a murder that we have to solve yeah and i'm like you know and then the week before that was like oh here's a bunch of you know rebellions starting in all these kingdoms i'm like all right, like you know, things in things in Battle World are not uh, are not completely you know in prosperity, exactly. so things are about to go down. Yeah, I think it, it's interesting because originally the way they pitched the series is it made it sound like like all these different realms were going to fight with each other, right? You know, and it was just going to be like Battle World, and it's not. It, it hasn't been that case. Um, that there's only been you know the Kilosseum. And, and that's within its own realm it even seems like right you know so that part's really interesting like where you know it was different with that other event that dc did this you know seemed kind of the same that's already over and didn't have anything to do with the shit um, oh my god it's over oh yeah 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 convergence is already over okay. uh, it, it ended like two weeks ago <laughs> Where yeah. Secret Wars is still going. Yeah. Who are you people? But uh I'm I'm more confused about what happened in DC, so you know, this is this is not as confusing to me. So I'm I'm happy. I'm I'm excited. I, I still think uh we're gonna end this with, you know, lightsabers and Darth Vader and you know, Doctor Doom hanging out. I'm still confident in that. Marvel. You're I'm into it. Right. Jamie, where can people find you? Uh, you could find me on all the social medias at Jamie Rosaurus, and you could find both of us at uh, ekeekplay.com and all the social medias at ekeekplay. You know, at this uh, podcast, it may be free for you, but it's not free for us. We got to pay for server costs and all that other kind of stuff. So if you feel so inclined, go over to ekeekplay and buy a t-shirt or, you know, Geeks Kids Humanity card deck. And if you don't want to spend some money, you don't have the money to spend, at least tell your friends about this. Leave a review on Stitcher or iTunes or wherever you find these podcasts because the word getting out, that's that's payment enough to me. So Yeah. 
Right, and uh, and talk to us. We'll, yeah. We're here. Let's hear your questions and comments. Uh, drop us the hashtag, hashtag war report, and we'll we'll get to your questions. And and if you have ideas and theories, love to hear them. Email Jamie Jamie at uh, eGeekPlay.com and tell her how much you loved um, where monsters dwell. <laughs> talk Modoc. <clears throat> talk Modoc with her. She likes. Yay. It. All right, the war's over this week. We'll see you next time.